Hey, this is Ryan Rufus from New Nature Ministries. And today I want to talk to you about how to build up your own spiritual momentum. Jesus said, the works that I do, you will do and greater works because I'm going to the Father. And when I go, I'll send the Holy Spirit. And Jesus didn't lie. He wasn't exaggerating. He was telling the truth. The very things that he did, the miracles, the supernatural, uh, the walking in the Spirit, those things that he did are available to us as believers and even greater things if we believe what Jesus was saying. And I believe what he was saying. I'm sure you believe what he was saying. The frustration of many Christians is how do we step into that? I know, I believe it's available, but I want to step into it. And uh, I believe that the secret to that is building up your spiritual momentum. See, if, if you want to get fit, you can't just go for one run every month, you know, or one run a year and think that that's going to make you fit. No, it's in order to get fit, you need to run a few times a week, three to four times a week, 5Ks, 10Ks every time you run. And over a month, you will build up your fitness. And if you keep doing that for three months, six months, your fitness is going to grow and grow. And suddenly you're going to feel stronger and be able to access higher levels of fitness. You know, if you're overweight and you want to lose weight, um, you can't just skip one meal a month and think, why, why am I losing weight? No, you've got to change your whole eating pattern. Um, you've, you've got to change your diet. And uh, you can't just do that for one day. You've got to do that for a whole month, you know, two, two months, three months. And if you do that, you'll actually, your body will begin to build up a momentum of health, of fat loss. And so, you know, getting spiritually fit and getting spiritually healthy is very similar to the natural, getting fit in your body, getting healthy in your body. You can't just expect to be extremely spiritual and in the spirit realm and moving in the spirit realm, signs and wonders, um, just by spending five minutes in the word every month or having one prayer time a month. No, um, you've got to actually build up a momentum um, of getting in the spirit, of walking in the spirit, if you want to begin to access what is available in the spirit. And so I want to talk to you about five things Five simple things that you can do to help you get in the spirit and help you to build up momentum in the spirit. And this isn't a legalistic thing. This is this is just literally a cause and effect. Okay. If you want to, I mean, if you're wanting to lose weight, you could say, well, it's legalistic of you to expect me to miss a meal or you know have to eat so disciplined. That's just it's not legalistic. It's just that's what you have to do in order to get the results that you want. And so what I'm talking about isn't about trying to earn some blessing and favor from God because of your sacrifice. Uh, what I'm talking about is if you want to access what's available to you in the spirit, then you need to do the things that are going to help to, to uh, get you into that access. Okay, so here are the five things. Okay, so number one, fasting. I believe that fasting is still something that we do in the new covenant. And it actually is a really powerful thing that helps us to get into the spirit. It's not about trying to earn some favor and blessing from God because of your sacrifice. It's about tuning out of the flesh and out of the natural and out of the worldly so that you can tune into the spirit, into your reborn spirit, into the Holy Spirit. And so... 
when you fast, you're deciding to miss a meal or a few days of eating.、Um, but not just food. I believe also things like entertainment, social media, media. Just worldly things that want to clutter our mind. Fasting is actually about uncluttering our mind and uncluttering our life so that we can focus on the Spirit, so that we can get into the Spirit. At the very start of Jesus' ministry,、uh, just after he was baptized and filled with the Spirit, the Bible says he was led by the Spirit into the wilderness where he fasted for 40 days and 40 nights.、Um, and so. And, and, it, and the Bible says in Luke chapter 4, verse 1, that he went into the wilderness、um, full of the Spirit. He came out of the wilderness in the power of the Spirit. And so something happened in those 40 days of fasting that moved Jesus from being just full of the Spirit to actually now being in the power of the Spirit. And then in, in Luke 4, you just see. Uh, mighty miracles. Luke 5, when they lowered the man through the roof and he, Jesus just healed him. And you see Jesus doing mighty miracles and supernatural miracles. The next three and a half years of Jesus' life was hallmarked by mighty miracles as he walked in the power of the Spirit. And I believe that that fast was very key and important、um, to, to help just move him from being full of the Spirit. Because You know, many of us, we're full of the Spirit, but we're not moving in the power of the Spirit. And so, if you want to get into the power of the Spirit, you need to probably have a good fast. And、uh, it's not something that you just can do once. Maybe it's something you can do regularly. But the, but the point of the wilderness is that there's no distractions in the wilderness. Okay, there's no temptations of food, you know, there's no McDonald's, there's no Burger King, there's no ice cream, chocolate, sugar.、Um, it's just the wilderness. There's nothing in the wilderness. There was no distractions, no social media, no Facebook, YouTube, Instagram.、Um, it's just, it was just Jesus alone with the Holy Spirit, walking with the Father, fellowshipping with God, getting in the Spirit, uncluttering his life. Getting away from the demands and the stresses of life, just having a period in his life where he's dedicating to prayer, to worship, to walking with God. And in doing that, it helped him to get in the Spirit and actually get full of the power of the Spirit. So, fasting is something very powerful that you can do. You've got to figure out what works for you. Maybe a one day fast, maybe a two day fast,、um, maybe a whole week, maybe 40 days.、Um, you, you can. Choose how you fast. You know, you can, you can cut out all foods and drink just water, or you can cut out all like junk foods, sugars, alcohol, you know, stuff like that, and just eat maybe protein, meat.、Um, that's what I like to do, just those kinds of fasts. But you might want to do a two day fast where you drink only water.、Um, the, the, the important thing when you're fasting is not to focus on the starving part, because a lot of people just focus on the starving part. The important thing of Fasting is to focus on the feeding part, okay? You might be starving yourself physically, but you're feeding yourself spiritually, amen? And that's the most exciting part of fasting. And、uh, yes, you'll have the, the initial period is just hard, and you just, just get in the Spirit, just spend time praying, worshiping God, focusing on the Spirit, and you'll find just shifts starting to take place inside of you. All right, so if you've never done fasting, I want to encourage you、um, to think about it, to, to try it. Try a fast. Just try a one day fast. And,、uh, but don't just fast and not eat food and, and then not pray. Okay, the whole point of fasting is so that you can pray and spend time with God and to get in the Spirit. And, and it, what it does is it 
tunes you into the spirit. It begins to sensitize you to the spirit. Okay, you'll begin to start hearing the voice of God. When you get tuned into the spirit, you can hear the, you'll hear the voice of God much more clearly. You'll start getting ideas come up in your spirit. Um, initiatives and ideas and creativity in the spirit will just begin to come up in your spirit, into your mind. You think, wow, I've got to do this. I've got to do that. And you know, it's just fasting, I believe, is such an awesome thing. And I reckon if you did it more, you would find you would get into the spirit more. And if you did it regularly, like maybe once a month, once every few months, you know, every year you were fasting quite a number of times and purposely getting into the spirit. I'm telling you, you would build up a spiritual momentum in yourself where you are tuning into the spirit and you're actually getting into the power of the spirit. You're beginning to access what is available to you in the spirit. Number two, worship. Worship is just such a wonderful thing that we can do that uh, can help just take us further and further into the spirit. Worshiping God is actually a very spiritual thing to do. Uh, Worship is what's taking place around the throne of God 24 hours a day. Up in heaven, uh, Jesus is being worshipped 24 hours a day. Um, the, the congregation, the people, the, the righteous saints that are with him now are there with Jesus, worshiping the, the elders, the beasts around the throne, the angels, all crying out, holy, holy, holy is the Lamb of God. Uh, and so when you worship here on earth, you are partaking in an act, a spiritual activity that is happening around the throne in heaven. And so as you are worshiping, it is actually helping you to get in the spirit. It's taking you further into the spirit. And, um, I, I, you know, worship is a lifestyle um, because worship actually means to come towards, to bow before and to kiss the king's hand. And it's an act of surrender. It's an act of honoring the king, recognizing Jesus, you're the king. And it's surrendering our lives to him, to his dominion, his authority. It's recognizing his his great, his great ship, his awesomeness, his kingship. Um, and it's just uh, worship is a glorious thing to do. And I tell you, there are just levels of intimacy and deep encounters that you can have with God the further you go into worship. Worship isn't just singing songs. Worship isn't just getting through a routine, you know, joining together in the congregation and we just sing these songs and now we've worshipped. No, worship is about encountering Jesus face to face, deep intimacy with him. It's about going into that spirit realm, that heavenly realm, that throne room realm, and it's just worshiping and glorifying Jesus. And so worship is a lifestyle of surrender, but there are also moments and, and times when we actually spend time worshiping, and that will involve singing, it'll involve praying out, singing in tongues, honoring God, praising. Um, and I just, I love worship. And uh, you, you can't worship God beyond your understanding of grace. You know, if you believe that God is not happy with you, he's looking at all your sin, and he's just wanting to judge you and punish you, you're going to find it really hard to draw near to God and come boldly before his throne. But when you understand grace, no, he's forgiven me. Jesus has forgiven me of my sins. He's removed them as far as the east is from the west. God is no longer counting my sins against me. He's made me a child. I'm actually seated in heavenly places with Christ. And because of that, I can approach the the throne room of Christ with boldness. Amen. And it's actually called the throne of grace. 
That's what is the throne is called the throne of grace. I can approach the throne of grace with boldness. It's not a throne of judgment. It's a throne of grace. And and the Bible and Jesus said, um, the Father is looking for those who will worship in spirit and in truth. And uh, I believe worshiping in spirit, that's understanding the grace of God. Everything we've received as a gift, it's not worshiping in flesh, trying to earn our way to God through our flesh and our performance. No, it's worshiping in grace and it's worth worshiping in truth, the truth of Jesus, the truth of the kingdom. And uh, there's something about worshiping God like this. When you understand by grace that you can draw near to God, I tell you what, you will go deeper and deeper and further and to that intimate place where it's face-to-face encounters with Jesus. And I tell you, when you encounter him, you are being transformed. I can just feel his anointing coming right now. Holy Spirit, he loves this language. Okay, when you encounter Jesus, you encounter his face. I tell you, that is when we are being transformed into his very same image by the power of the Spirit from glory to glory. And so um, the more you get in the spirit, the more you can actually worship Jesus. And the more you worship Jesus, the more you will get into the spirit. And so there's something so powerful and supernatural about a simple thing called worship. And so I just want to encourage you to live a life of worship every day. Spend time worshiping God. And I tell you, as you do that, you will build up a momentum in yourself, in the spirit of getting into the spirit. And it's not just... Because actually, when you get into that place, supernatural things start to take place. Transformation takes place. Impartation takes place. God, his anointing, his power begins to impact you, begins to minister to you. Transformation takes place. And then actually, manifestation begins to take place. So if you want to access and walk in those supernatural kingdom realms that are, if you want to manifest those realms, you need to um, have a time of intimate worship, getting to know God, walking with God, being impart, receiving impartation, receiving transformation. And I tell you, the more you do that, the more you do that, it will lead to manifestation. Number three, praying in tongues. Praying in tongues, this is just such a powerful way of how to get into the spirit. The Bible says that he who prays in tongues edifies himself. So when, because you're praying a spiritual language, this isn't your mind praying. This is actually your spirit praying and you, you're praying from your spirit. Paul says, if I pray in tongues, my spirit prays. Okay. And so your spirit is praying and it's fellowshipping. It's interacting with the Holy Spirit because God is spirit and we are spirit. And so when we pray in tongues, our spirit is praying. And as you're doing that, you're beginning to get built up and edified in the spirit. What does that mean? It means it's actually taking you into the spirit. Your spirit inside of you is beginning to rise and, and, and begin to exert its influence in you, over your mind and in your body. And uh, so that you no longer are just this natural worldly person, but actually you, you're becoming a spiritual person that is in tune with the spirit and the spirit realm. And even with your own reborn spirit, um, that's what happens when you begin to pray in tongues. I believe that as we pray in tongues, um, our consciousness, it shifts. It moves away from just natural earthly consciousness. It shifts to spiritual consciousness, heavenly consciousness. You start um, thinking with the mind of the spirit. You start seeing things the way God sees things. And you actually start 
um, taking on the consciousness of God as you're shifting and getting into the Spirit. So I want to encourage you, if, if you don't pray in tongues, you need to be filled with the Spirit, pray in tongues, um, and, and do it regularly. This is something that, again, this is what helps you to build up momentum. Um, you know, oh, I prayed in tongues 25 years ago. That's not helping you right now. Um, if you pray in tongues every day, spend five minutes, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, half an hour, one hour. I know a friend, he, he prays uh, often three hours in tongues. Um, I've never prayed for three hours in tongues. Um, but 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 this guy that I know, um, he's a prophet and and. You know, before he goes and ministers in a meeting, he'll spend three hours praying in tongues. And he says, in that time, man, the Holy Spirit just begins to awaken his spiritual senses. He starts hearing God speak. He starts seeing visions. God shows him what's going to take place in the meeting. He sees people um, in the spirit realm um, and what's wrong with them and what God wants to do. And then he goes to the meeting and he sees the exact same people and he's confident. He knows, well, I know what's wrong with you. And he tells them, and they're like, oh my gosh, how did you know? Well, the Holy Spirit revealed it. And he goes, God's going to heal you right now. And they get healed. And it is awesome. Um, I love praying in tongues. I love praying in the Spirit. There's lots of weird teachings about it. Don't worry about all that stuff. Just learn what the Bible says and just practice praying in tongues. It will build up spiritual momentum inside of you. Number four, meditate on the Word of God. Uh, and this is all about what are you thinking about? What are you filling your mind with? You know, what do you spend your day thinking about, worrying about? Um, the Bible says, fix your mind on things above, on eternal things, not on temporary things. And uh, the word of God is um, living and breathing. It is powerful. It's sharper than a two-edged sword. It is full of the power of God. The Bible says that faith comes from hearing and understanding the word of God. And so we've got to get the word of God into our heart, the seeds. We've got to plant the seed of his word in our heart so that it can bring forth a, a harvest of faith. The Bible says that all things are possible to those that believe, those that have faith. And faith is a spiritual force. It is a powerful spiritual force that actually reaches into the spiritual realm and brings it into the natural realm. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things unseen. And so when you actually have faith, um, you will actually reach into the supernatural realm and cause those things to eventually manifest in the natural realm. And so um, we need to just spend time obviously studying the word, getting the word in our heart, but also watering the word. And I believe one of the things that waters the word is actually meditating on the word, just, just meditating on a scripture. You know, I don't want to just read text, information, Bible information. I want to, I want to get revelation about it. And sometimes in order to get revelation, um, you've got to meditate on it. God, what does the scripture mean? What, what does it mean when, when you said in John 14 verse 12 that the works you did I will do and greater works. What does that mean? I want to, I want to meditate on what Jesus, you would, you said truly, truly, I tell you. So you were telling the truth. There, there is something here for me that I'm missing out on that. I want to, I want to access that. What does it mean? Holy spirit help to reveal it. I get in the spirit. I want to go into the spirit realm and understand this truth I, because I want this truth to be my truth. I don't want it just to be information and text on a page. I want it to be a living reality in my heart that is producing a harvest of fruitfulness. And we can have that with the word 
but we've got to meditate on the word. And so instead of, um, that's why fasting is a good thing because it's, it's uncluttering our mind, getting rid of social media, YouTube, all those things are okay, they're good, um, but sometimes they can be cluttering up our mind. And there's so much noise in our head, we can't actually hear the word of God. We can't actually hear the voice of God. Sometimes we've got to just unclutter, get that stuff out of our head and, and have a time purposefully to meditate on the word. Today, God, I'm going to meditate on your word and I'm going to meditate on these scriptures because I really want to understand them. Help me, Holy Spirit, to get in the spirit and get revelation and receive impartation and transformation and manifestation. Amen. So meditating on the word is a really powerful thing. And if we do this daily, regularly, um, it's going to build up a momentum in us uh, of the spirit. It's going to build up a momentum of faith. I tell you, if you build your faith up, if you build up a momentum of faith, it's going to start reaching levels where you are just accessing stuff. You're going to have such a boldness and a confidence to take a hold of those things that are available to you. Number five, sow to the spirit and not the flesh. And Galatians 6 talks about this. And it's not talking about future heaven or hell. It's talking about the kind of quality of life that we can live on in this world. You know, if we sow to the flesh, our natural body, our natural flesh, um, the desires of our flesh, the feeling, like all we're going to reap from that is corruption and destruction because our flesh is still part of the old creation. It's still corrupt and it will just lead us into selfish living, destructive living. And so if we give importance and favor to our flesh, that's where it's going to take us. But if we sow to the spirit, you know, our reborn spirit to the Holy Spirit, to spiritual things. We're fasting, we're praying in tongues, we're worshiping, we're meditating on the word. If we are sowing to the spirit from the spirit, we're going to reap eternal life, the Bible says. And that word eternal life isn't talking about future. It's actually talking about a quality of life that we can live in now the supernatural, spiritual God life that we can live in now. And, and all we've got to do is sow to the Spirit. And so that, that scripture is actually speaking about how to build up momentum. Okay, And so it's not just a once-off, oh, I just I sowed once-off and now I just expect to live in the Spirit for the rest of my life, have harvest after harvest. No, 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 you've got to keep sowing. You've got to sow and you've got to sow to the Spirit and you've got to nurture it and water it and protect it. And uh, if you do that, it will yield a harvest. You will reap a harvest of spiritual things in your life, hearing the voice of God, accessing the supernatural realms. And so if you do this as a regular practice in your life, as a lifestyle, sowing to the Spirit, um, you're going to reap the rewards of sowing to the Spirit. And it's not a work. It's not earning something. This is cause and effect. Um, this is, if you do this, this is what's going to happen. See, it's like, um, health-wise, if you're going to sow to your flesh like just eating chocolate and chips all day long, you're going to reap a harvest of fat in your body, okay? If you sow to your flesh of sitting on the couch and watching TV all day, you're not going to be fit. But if you sow, if you were to sow to your body of eating healthy, of exercise, running, you're going to reap fitness and health. It's just a natural thing. So likewise, if you sow to the Spirit, fasting, praying, worshiping on a daily, regular basis, you're going to reap, a, you're going to build up a momentum that's going to cause you to reap a spiritual harvest. And so I want to just encourage you to do these five things, um, to, to spend time, to put time aside for fasting and to regularly 
daily, spend time worshiping, praying in tongues, meditating on the word, and to do this regularly, daily, and keep sowing to the spirit. And I tell you, you're going to begin to build up a momentum. Start to start to unclutter your life. Get rid of some of the worldly, natural junk thing, junk food stuff that just clutters your mind and stops you from actually hearing the spirit. That stuff's not necessarily evil and wrong, but it is cluttering up your life. And if you were to just unclutter and get rid of a lot of that stuff and uh, so to the spirit, I'm telling you, you're going to build up a momentum in your spirit that's going to reap a spiritual harvest in your life. And so bless you. I find that the best time to start doing these things is right now. Don't wait for tomorrow, the next day, just decide right now that you're going to do these things. How are you going to do it? When are you going to do it? Just decide right now. Well, bless you. Thanks for watching. I hope you share this video. Please like, please comment. Um, you know, I look forward to connecting with you. Visit my website, newnatureministries.org. Uh, I've got heaps of great teachings on there that are empowering. They're going to help you to get in the spirit. Um, they're going to help get religion off you and just awaken you to God and to, the, to the, the God nature that is inside of you. And you're going to discover your new nature and the power that you have as, as a child of God that's born again. And uh, it's so good. It's so awesome. So God bless you and we'll see you next time. Hi, this is Ryan Rufus, and I want to invite you to partner with New Nature Ministries. As a thank you gift, you'll receive free e-copies of all of my books. Plus, as a partner, you'll receive any of my new book releases for free. That also includes audiobooks and any new digital teaching we produce. To partner with us, simply log on to newnatureministries.org and go to the partners page. There you can partner with us for 20, 30 or 50 Australian dollars per month and you can start and stop whenever you want. I really want to thank you for your partnership and I believe that together we are reaching further with the gospel. God bless you and may his peace fill you in every way.